Hmm? Ah. Huh. everyone everybody. I'm Rima. Moshi Moshi, I'm Jason. And this is Strange Indeed, Bake Off Edition, a podcast dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week we're covering Collection 8, Episode 6, Japanese Week. I was pleasantly surprised by the items this week. Not quite what I was, I don't know what I was expecting. I don't think yeah, I was expecting anything. I didn't know but... what to expect. I mean, the first one really had a lot of Chinese-ness to it. The steamed buns and a lot of the feelings are like, well, this is kind of more Chinese than Japanese, but, but I mean, they did say that they could fill it with whatever they wanted. Um, yeah. But then the matcha thing was super cool. And, uh, I, the showstopper where you had to make it cute. I was like, oh yeah, that's what I kn- do know about Japanese culture, that there's all these little cute things, you know, anime and yes. with the big eyes and everything. Right. So Vibrant, I was, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but I'm like, oh yeah, obviously. So I thought that was super cool that they put that in there. Yeah. I love that. It was, yeah, it definitely felt more Japanese, uh, for me during that showstopper and everyone's turned out so great too. So. They did. I know they're really getting to the point where they're all good. Yeah. 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 And I, I, uh, I've been to China and Taiwan. Well, not really Taiwan, just the airport. Uh, Thailand. Have I been in um, Hong Kong? That's kind of China. But uh, I've never been to Japan. And ever since I saw Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson, I wanted to go to Tokyo. It just looked like so much fun Mm -hmm. what they did there. So, um, yeah, that's one of the places I'd love to go before I die. Yeah, let's so cool. hope we're able to travel again sometime and experience <laughs> that and have some will. Will, real steamed buns and some fun, fun Japanese cuisine. As long as it's not raw. I don't do the raw stuff. I do. Sushi. That's like the yeah. one <laughs> Japanese thing that I um, do eat a lot and I love it. <clears throat> oh, boy. One of my favorite well, foods. You can have all the sushi you can eat. <laughs> and it is safe from me. I'm always trying to like nibble off either people's plates. But if you have sushi, <laughs> you won't have to worry about me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about this episode and the bakes that they had this week. So starting off with the signature, the steamed buns, which we were just talking about. I have never had steamed buns. Have you? Yeah, actually. Yeah. These, so yeah, they're eight steamed buns, usually filled with pork or curry, but they can choose any filling they want, sweet or savory. Uh, These are very similar, if not the same, as Chinese steamed buns, which I've had a lot, and they're delicious. And I was like, oh, I want to eat this, like, you know, just like I was last week with the- uh, Pastry week. Pastries, yeah, yeah, the the pasties. pasties. But anyways- um, these are like maybe the first things we've seen them make that I have in my fridge, even though I can't eat it right now because I'm on keto. And, you know, when he said, Paul said the bread must be soft and chewy, but not too chewy. Initially, you feel a tug and then it melts in your mouth. That's that's how they're like, you know, it just that just describes it so perfectly. And, um, you know, my mother-in-law, she brings stuff like this over all the time. But also, I live in San Francisco and the area that I live in is mostly Chinese, I think. And 
I've seen most of the food shops in the food court at the mall get replaced with Asian food. They're all different kinds, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Taiwanese, but I've had a lot of uh, Chinese food and uh, different Asian foods and that those steam buns are really common. Usually they're just white. I mean, they're always just white. And then they have like a, like a minced meat filling inside. Um, so mm-hmm. the, so this was the typical bake off thing where they just like totally go overboard or oh, not overboard, but they make them look really cool and different. And, and they're also very Westernized. I mean, they said they could fill them with whatever they want, but when Paul said that Mark's burger one would have been better with a bit of mayonnaise and ketchup. I was like, that's pretty Western. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was surprised. I was like, wow. It's, it, I mean, I it's love a burger, ketchup yeah. and mayo and it's a burger and it's appropriate, but it just sounds so basic for Paul Hollywood to say like yeah. this, you know, um, worldly man and he's talking about ketchup and mayo and I'm yeah. like wow okay <laughs> yeah so is it I mean like watching them do these and seeing what some that were more Asian I mean there were a couple that were more Chinese than Japanese and they even said so but um those actually I was more like wanting to try than the ones that were like the burger ones they looked cool but for some reason to me, I was like, no, no, I want to taste the Asian flavors in these, not, not the uh, Westernized versions of them. Although I would like to, you know, try them all. I think somebody, uh, I forgot where I saw this comment. We should have a drink every time Jason or Rima says, I'll eat whatever they put in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) But I would definitely try all of these. They all (laughs) looked pretty good. Well, drink up people. Cause (laughs) if you, if you, if you put one of these steamed buns in front of me, I'll definitely eat it or I'll definitely try it. Uh, I don't know. Just trying to look through the ones um, that the contestants had. I'm trying to see if there's one that I wouldn't. Stood out. Oh, yeah, that you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think most of them I would definitely try. Uh, I don't know if I would have been a big fan of of Mark E's. He had that that doll, and it was oh. Indian inspired buns. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's a little different to me. The tastes and, and textures is, I don't know if that would have been my favorite, but I would definitely try it. Well, that so. one, yeah, it was doll. But it was doll beautiful. is lentils, peas, or beans made up into this like super mash, soup or mash with Indian spices. And it also had uh, smoked paprika dough, onion, and mango chutney, which chutney is, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a relish, but it can be made with all different kinds of things. It's yeah. a condiment. But uh, that one was probably my second favorite because I just love Indian flavors. And that's that's an Indian thing. I also loved how orange it was. <clears throat> it's just sometimes when they're beautiful. super bright. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. But uh, I was trying to decide which one I would want the most. And the, I... I almost picked that one, but that was just my second favorite one. But they liked it. I think if he had some, yeah, yeah. I mean, the flavors were great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but yeah, it. it, I think if he'd had meat in there, I think it was just like it was. It seemed like it was all veggie, and that kind of makes me go, oh, I don't know. Throw some meat in there, and I'll probably be a little more to want to try it. That that's just me. Anytime I hear something that's like all veggie, I automatically go, eh. Wait a minute, (laughs) and I kind of back off a little. I used to be a vegetarian for like a few years, um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're. I, I maybe that's one of the reasons why I didn't pick it too. Yeah, 
Anyway. I mean, I'm not, look, I, I, I borderline vegetarian some days because I'm a huge animal lover. It's, just, it's, it's hard for me to, to eat meat, but I do. Uh, I can't quite bring myself to quit yet. And sorry. It's hard to accept to the point where there. if it doesn't have so. meat in it, you just don't want it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I do love veggie stuff. So there are sometimes I, I go meatless. I'll have like meatless Mondays, you know, things like that. I do try to not just eat it all the time. But anyway, I think if he had a little bit more meat in there, I would have been more inclined mm-hmm. to be like, okay, yeah, that might've been a little bit more my taste, but I, I loved his special little like shape to it had like the the twirl to it and i thought it was beautiful color and i yeah. thought it was funny how big they turned out he, when he opens yeah. them up and he's like oh those puffed up <laughs> oh. and paul said they were too big but prue was like i'm greedy so I, I i don't mind the size i'm with her hey the bigger the better in all things <laughs> somebody should make like a big six foot tall one sometime just to see what they do a massive steam. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I need 10 times the ingredients. <laughs> but my favorite one was Peter's. I mean, actually the one I wanted to eat the most. Yeah. It had uh, lamb, lamb buns. steam buns with onions, Chinese cabbage, garlic, ginger, chili, coriander, fish sauce, soy sauce, honey, cumin. It sounds like a lot, but I could really see how those flavors would go uh, t- together. And mm-hmm. um, he said it was Chinese inspired and um, when Paul and Prue tried it, they were really impressed with the flavor. They said it tastes absolutely wonderful. So that just cinched it for me. I'm like, yep, that's the one I want. Yeah, that one was definitely sounded appealing to me too, just based on the flavors and the mix of the, the meat and spices and stuff that he had in there. Definitely mm-hmm. was at my top. Uh, oh, Dave's really? though sounded, yeah. I forgot what for Peter's sure. looked like. They were lamb. Lamb. lamb oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he had lamb so meat in them, and they were shaped like lamb. Freaking meticulous and, and neat with how his stuff looks. Very like, detailed. Yeah, he's just got it buttoned down, and that's his huge strength. I mean, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't taste good, you know it's probably going to look awesome with him. His almost always turn out like you just said, very neat and very meticulous. He just has yeah. this style about him and he's very... Um, he's precise and... Very precise, yes. It makes me Thank wonder you. about his personality. Like, is he totally OCD? <laughs> he seems pretty easy going. But you can tell he's set a higher standard for himself because when they gave pretty much the same level of commentary to a lot of the different contestants, he felt bad about it. He's like, oh, they didn't... You know, they weren't, a, a, that wasn't such a great one, even though they said it tastes really good and it just mm-hmm. wasn't, he, they said uh, it wasn't tightened around the meat. So I think there was like some airiness in there or something. Yeah. I don't know that he packed it tight enough. Yeah. I guess. And there was a little and bit of And he took air. that as yeah. a failure, but they were, I know. You know, they had a lot of compliments for him other than that. Yeah, I feel like it was fairly complimentary, but I think Paul took that extra effort to like, here, let me show you what's wrong with it. And he like unrolls it and, and pulls it out and he's like, see this? And yeah. He's like, you know, and, I and, can, I, and if since he is so careful about making things perfect, I, I could see how maybe he would be more hurt by a, a comment like that. Oh, totally. You know? He would take it. Oh, I like, would. Oh, God. <laughs> right. I would. I would. Well, I would just start Prue crying. Said, I mean, we're not here yet, but said to about somebody's uh, matcha cake, it looked ugly. I was like, damn, you're harsh. <laughs> yeah. Well, but anyway, those, what, what those else? Matcha cakes. Goodness. Uh, Laura's pork 
belly pig buns looked absolutely delicious. Well, they sounded delicious. I know that she struggled a little bit with she had a little seepage yeah. with the dough. Uh, so yeah. eh, she Those got a pigs you know, look like bit they were off. in a fight club or something. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Shh, we don't talk about what's the oh, first I'm rule. Sorry. <laughs> um, point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But you know, they they still uh, once you cut them open, looked absolutely delicious. I loved. All, oh, yeah. you know, hers were kind of Chinese inspired too. Um, he said they were a little dry, which I was like, I don't know. They don't. Look that look dry, dry but, but that's what he said. I'm sure he was, yeah. They said it tastes good. They did say the meat was tough and it needed more sticky sauce and the dough with a filling seeping through. It wasn't a total loss, though. They said it tastes, I mean, I think he even said it tastes beautiful. So, but um, it tastes when, lovely. You know, Just a bit dry. I was thinking, you know, I vote, I uh, guessed that Laura would leave this week. And so mm-hmm. I love, I like Laura a lot. She's like super cool, the kind of person you, you could totally hang out with and laugh and stuff um and i i you know it's sad for any of them to go but i also want to be right about my prediction so when she was having troubles i was like uh-huh here it comes oh <laughs> well you know if someone has to go then you want it to be the yes. one you predicted um I that had a to go that had a hoisin sauce which is also a chinese thing it's a thick sauce made of soybeans fennel red chili peppers garlic and sometimes sugar and it's really good too i don't know if you've had that but it's really good it, it's i've had something similar and it's yeah i i could i could i feel like i could almost taste it, it it's it's yeah. so good but i really also loved and i i realized that it's like you said earlier a little western in in the uh, choices that they made as far as the fillings but i really liked mark l's and lottie's they're um traditional burger buns they're burgers yeah. It was interesting that they're buddies and they both had the same idea. Yeah. I thought it was cute. <laughs> I love their back and forth. You can tell that they've yeah, de- developed so a, a, a strong bond while they've been in quarantine and, and going through the competition that they've developed a deep friendship. And you could tell how, they how said, hurt she burger was off. Later. Yeah. You burger off. <laughs> you burger which, off. Which <laughs> uh, that's another Britishism. They say bugger off and or they say ah bugger. And it's um, bugger means sodomize, but it's not considered a harsh uh, like swear word. It's just kind of a light <laughs> swear word. I didn't funny. know that. I say that a lot, actually. That's kind of a Britishism I've adopted over the last oh, couple of years. Funny. I'll say bugger it or bugger, bugger off. It all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bugger you're it saying all the time. sodomize when you say that, but it's fine. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm okay with that. I don't care. Yeah. I'll hey, it. if it's allowed to be on the British Bake Off, then it should be fine. Exactly. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> so Marks, uh, they look—they didn't look as cool as Lottie's. You know, they were just like the bun with the brown line around it. It looked like a plain hamburger, where hers looked like a deluxe hamburger, I guess. And I was more impressed with the look of hers. Although Paul did say about Marks, uh, he said. What did he say? It's simple but effective or something like that. Yes. Well, they, they did like Mark's. They said it had a nice filling, good flavor, a little dry, but the bun was very good and chewy, which is what they yeah. expected. And then hers, and she cooked hers raw. That was one of the differences between theirs was, I Steam, guess, he cooked yeah. his 
you know, prior to steaming and she just put in like hers was raw. And I thought, oh, wow. When I heard a couple of them were doing some of theirs raw and they were only steaming for like 15 minutes, I was like, oh, my gosh, is it going to cook? You know, um, sounds a little risky. but um, It'll cook. And he's like, about hers, he's like, it's like having a burger, a dry burger, but nevertheless, a burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved her Dick. comment when when she was like, you know, because Paul was like, well, you know, it's a little dry, but the flavor was excellent. You know, he absolutely loved the flavor. And she's like, well, he said it was dry, but if he'd eaten it with the relish, uh, yeah. it wouldn't have been. But she said she was too scared to tell yeah. him that. <laughs> and that's what they, you know, they let him get away without trying it. And, and, uh. I'm like, ah, oh, you should have told him because that happened. I think Dave last time with his like sweet Thai chili sauce. I think yes, yes. And, and but then on the other hand, uh, Mark L with his showstopper, just to skip over there just for a second, he you know had him try some of the cake, and Paul was like, eh, it's a bit dry, uh, not not great. And then Mark said, well, maybe the bottom layer is better. And Paul tried the bottom layer and he goes, it's worse. He goes, it's practically inedible. And I almost thought there, oh, maybe Mark did himself in there because I don't think Paul would have tried that if he hadn't said that. And that might have just pushed him over the edge, which would, if I thought about that, if I was him and I thought about it, I'd just be kicking myself like, oh no, I did myself in. I know. <laughs> I, well, I, 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 I think he was just trying to trying to give himself some extra points yeah thinking, well, maybe that one turned out okay risk. so it was a risk and it didn't pay <laughs> off for sure but i mean if no. he really hated gherkins though i mean she couldn't have been like well you should have had it with the gherkin because if he really hates them i don't think it would have made him like it anymore no but, no I no mean, but the saw the oh the relish oh you're yeah, right that, that yeah relish. you're yeah. right i forgot about that i mean it was so funny when um mark said to noel i'm making one without the gherkins and noel's like for paul what is he five I know. he's supposed to be a judge a man of the world with an exquisite taste palette <laughs> <laughs> and then later uh after the showstopper when they were talking about who was up and who was down Paul said something about how as a judge, sometimes you have to judge foods that you don't like. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about the matcha, which, you know, Matt's like, oh, you don't like matcha. But I'm like, what about the gherkins, Paul? Unless it's gherkins, yeah. then you don't need to judge that at all. Just exactly. no thanks. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Can you make one without gherkins? <laughs> I think that would be difficult because even though they are judges, that, they, that there has to be foods or flavors or spices or something that they just, they don't well, like. Well, there apparently are, and yeah. So, you know, how, how difficult that would be to, to have to judge something that you're not really like a fan of and you just have to, how do you, how do you judge it and try to be, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, that would be tough. I mean, I wonder like, does Paul hate gherkins more than matcha or was it just that, you know, since it wasn't like gherkin day and every dish had gherkin in it, then he could say, oh, can you please make one without gherkins? But for the matcha cake or whatever it was you can't very well say can you make it without matcha so he kind of had to you know just uh hold his nose and try those all well and 
maybe he hates matcha even more than he hates gherkins (laughs) maybe but you know he didn't seem to mind it we didn't know he hated or well sorry he didn't say he hated they said he hated gherkins but he just he didn't really like like matcha but when he was eating that matcha cake with prue you know how they always do that you know before the technical and here's what it's supposed to look like and here's about it he was eating it just fine i didn't see him make a face and in fact prue was like we better stop eating it and he's like oh yeah because he's still sitting there shoving in his face and then we find out he doesn't even like matcha i'm like well dude you, you kept eating it why'd you keep why didn't you just try a bite or two of it and be like oh okay yeah i get it i i understand what what's in it i understand what it's supposed to taste like that like this is the model and this is what i'm supposed to be judging it against um but he didn't seem to mind it all that much and then yeah. you find out later he doesn't like it and like well dude you like that one or seem to seem to well seem i think to. he was yeah just he, it's not his favorite but you know he just Tried to judge it as best he could. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I didn't know that until he said it at the end. Um, you were saying Dave's. You thought that looked good? Yeah. Katsu. Yeah, I thought Dave's did. Curry. Chicken buns with curry. And I, I loved how he colored them like with some turmeric and made them yellow and kind of did a natural yeah. thing. I thought they were super cute. Yeah, those are good. So yeah, he said katsu curry and it, cur- katsu is actually like a deep fried cutlet. And chicken katsu is almost like KFC, like fried chicken, but it's just like a flat cutlet. It's really, really good. And Matt said, cat food curry? And he's like, katsu curry. (laughs) Oh, katsu curry. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. those were good. And then Armin was the only other one left. I actually thought those sounded really good too. Uh, The panda buns, they didn't really look Mm -hmm. like pandas, which the judges pointed out, but fresh chili and spiced chicken. Shiitake mushrooms, I, uh, I I like like common white mushrooms that you get in the grocery store but um when you start getting fancy with them sometimes they're hit or miss for me so i don't know right well i think hers almost seemed the most japanese inspired as far as the fillings yeah um, right. compared to some of the others so at right. least she at least she tried to kind of stick with it a little bit so yeah and they liked that how it tasted they said the bun mm-hmm. was great and the filling was good so yeah man i I'm getting hungry just talking about all this. I know. I really shouldn't have done this podcast before when I'm uh, hungry. I haven't eaten <laughs> like since earlier today and I'm, yeah, this is causing a problem. It, Hermine never has a problem with flavor. She seems to always do pretty well with flavor. Like, you know, whatever that you try from her, it's going to be pretty flavorful. And uh, yeah. they did, and they did love the flavor. She was the most consistent. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I definitely want to try some steamed buns. I've never had any. I don't have a steamer like they do to try them. I don't know if there's another way to make them. I'll have to have to look that up because now I really want to try some and make mm-hmm. some of my own. So you could just order out too. Uh, I don't think there's anywhere around here like <laughs> that carries anything like that. You don't understand you where I live surprised. at all. No, mm. no, no. No, probably no. not. <laughs> it's almost everything that I, we have around here is pretty um, like westernized, even if it's you know a different cuisine. When I went to China, I would just go out in the morning, and they would there would be someone on the street with those round wooden bowls or whatever, steaming those those buns every day. I'd just grab a couple for breakfast. It was so good. Yeah. Hot right out of the steamer. Don't live there. Um, so we talked a little bit about the technical, the matcha yeah. crepe matcha cake. Matcha crepe cakes. And so they 
the the crepes had to be made or they were filled and made with matcha and then they had layers of strawberry and white chocolate buttercream ganache mm. um everything but the matcha sounded really great i think it was a little heavy i think if it was just those matcha crepes it would have been fine but that whole out, outer layer and then covered in that matcha powder and eh, maybe yeah. a little too much it's a little <laughs> i don't mind it but it's a little earthy it's a <laughs> you've had you matcha know? yeah I've, I've had that and and matcha tea Um, And and I've had matcha powder on, you know, on things and shakes and things like that. So I have had it. uh, So I know what it tastes like and it's not terrible, but it's, it can be a little overwhelming. I feel at least very, it's very um, unique. It's a very unique flavor. Yes. And yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Like I like it every once in a while, but um, yeah, it's kind of a little goes a long way. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I, I agree like with the outer layer and the powder, that seems like a lot, but it was really interesting to have the white chocolate buttercream and strawberries inside and the yes. fresh fruit on top. So I would be really curious to see how that, those flavors all played together. I bet it would make a big difference than just like sticking a bunch of matcha powder in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Cause Prue did say that, you know, and this, and she yeah. talks about this cause she talked about it. One of the other episodes where she, you know, was talking about balancing out some of the, the sweet, you know, because some yeah, with the brownies, gonna, exactly the brownies. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, hello, but yeah, let's, in this case, I, that. I totally could see it. Yes. I think this would be good because the the strawberry and the white chocolate ganache would help kind of balance that that matcha. So maybe maybe it wouldn't be so bad, but it it just seemed a little overwhelming. Like, oh, golly, that's a lot of matcha. I don't know. (laughs) Small doses for me. So. I I loved how they looked. They're so bright green and rounded and kind of tucked in in and and. uh, they just looked really cool. And then when they did. Paul and Prue cut into it and there's all these layers inside and you see the strawberries and everything. It looked it was amazing. Very like yeah. this, yeah. After the steam buns, which I'm really familiar with, this was something totally new for me that I've never had anything like. So I'm like, oh, I want to try that right now. But uh matcha, by the way, for people who don't know, it's basically a powder made with green tea leaves and um a crepe. You probably all know, but it's like a thin pancake with a filling inside and ganache is a whipped filling of chocolate or white chocolate in this case and and cream. So yeah, really interesting. I've never, I wonder if this is like a a common thing in Japan. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know if if the the matcha crepe cake is or if it's just because it's matcha and that's like a Japanese kind of flavor, but I did think it was very pretty. I do like the idea of, of how the, 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 the like the bigger crepe because they made like one bigger than all the others and how it kind of wrapped around and I go ooh mm-hmm. I love that technique that's what I love about this show and well there's many many things I love about the show but that's one element and how that it I kind do of love. folded it's, over yeah, itself at the bottom I thought, really look cool. at that technique yeah I could do that I could try that <laughs> I mean it'll, it'll probably be messy as all get out but I could totally try that and I've made a crepe cake not a matcha crepe cake but you know, I mentioned a couple yeah, of episodes you ago. Know yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I did. I've done. I did one of my daughters. I made her three birthday cakes one year, and one of them was a, a chocolate crepe cake because she loves awesome. loves crepes. And so I thought, well, let's do a chocolate one. And I had uh, all the layers of crepes with. There was a little bit of thin, like the thin layer, and it is exactly that. It's these super thin crepes, and then a super thin layer of of you know a filling. And I think I had like this. It wasn't whipped cream. It was like a homemade like a almost like vanilla buttercream type 
frosting or filling or something with a little bit of chocolate and then it was covered in a chocolate ganache um, layer on top and it, it looked beautiful and it was amazing like when you cut into it and you and it just had all those like super cool layers it was beautiful so it sounds and pretty it similar really like what they were doing yeah just different flavors is yeah. all it was That's i mean cool. mine was not layer i didn't have like a crepe covering it i, I had a, a crepe on top and then i just like a, a plain crepe and then i just covered it in chocolate ganache so i didn't fold it or do anything super intricate <coughs> but it did look really pretty because it, it was shiny had the shiny chocolate ganache and it was pretty and it tasted really great and it looked really pretty when you cut into it so i was like hey i i've got a little bit of that that felt kind of cool um and it was funny when dave's like crepe cake have you ever heard of that I'm yeah like, Dude. I've, I've really <laughs> well what was weird to me is that so many of them didn't know what a crescent is like, I know. I thought Armin goes, "What's a crescent of fruit?" And Laura's like, "Crescent is like half in it, isn't like it?" A, and Dave's like, "Crescent." I'm like, "Don't you see the moon over moon? there? <laughs> you see a crescent moon?" It's I, I weird. thought, "Hey, come on!" And guy. then I looked it up on, online. Like, is there a different name for crescent moon in England? And I couldn't find anything that said that. But what came up was the Royal Crescent, which is this uh, s- big building that's famous that's shaped like a crescent. So I'm like, "Well." They have crescent-shaped things called crescent over there, so, so it that was the really same. interesting. <laughs> it's not like an American term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that, I was like Matthew, well, Derek, tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like is crescent the same thing? Yeah, I thought that too. I was like crescent. Well, isn't that half? It's not, and it's even not even quite half. It's well, it's a crescent. It's like a fourth. It's almost. like a moon. It's like a crescent yeah, a crescent moon. moon. Yeah. It's yeah, like a rounded sliver. Um, and I also loved when Laura said, I actually hate matcha. You might as well just eat grass. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I, she's so funny sometimes. See, this she, is what I thought so she was going to lose because she, you know, she usually sticks with the traditional flavor. So I thought Japanese week might throw her. And this one did throw her. Yeah. This challenge. I mean, she, it said, um, oh, wait, I lost. Oh, yeah, no, she got the last place. She, yeah, she Paul was said, last this in the one's technical. a bit sad. It's small. It, it the the uh, the crepes were too thick, so she didn't have enough layers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna lose. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, and and Peter won the technical, which of course we 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 mentioned it earlier when we were talking about him. It was super neat, very pretty, and his his flowers. Um, he had that crescent, and it was very pretty uh he, he yeah. was very precise and Pru of course said it was a model tasted good yeah and no one's really tasted bad they they said later when they were judging them and talking about you know the technical they were like well they all pretty much hit it but yeah. you know it was mostly like the presentation like they they were messy or they were falling apart or maybe yeah the crepes were too thick or it was a little you know maybe the strawberries were too thick so they were a little slippery like mark um l's l yeah his his uh, strawberries wet were too and slidey thick. she said yeah so they made everything kind of slide and fall apart and um but as far as like the flavor and the taste everybody hit hit the mark on that so mm-hmm. and prue said it's just very ugly at the side <laughs> yeah and then uh when cutting the strawberries mark was like, is that too thick? And Lottie said, yeah. And Mark yeah. goes, it's as wafer thin as my sausage fingers can get it. <laughs> but it turned out it was too thick. Yeah. It's a mm. shame. They need one of those little slide, slide things. You slide, slice your vegetables or you just kind of put it on the thing and you slide know, it back huh? and forth and slice it. Yeah, that super would help. Thin. Yeah. It's hard uh, doing it by hand. I know. Lottie, uh, she got second and it seemed like hers was 
pretty close to perfect, except mm-hmm. she put too much coconut on top. And Paul said, you want to celebrate the matcha, not the coconut. And I thought the same thing. Like, oh, what'd you do that for? But they don't get a picture of it before they get the start. Yeah, they don't. So. And if you've never seen it, never made it, never yeah. had one, then you're just kind of, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I can, yeah. Oh, I would be too scared to to do those technicals. I think they I do mean, a pretty great job. Yeah, they said uh, something about what what went inside. Uh, let's see, matcha, buttercream, ganache. I thought there was some meringue or something, and it just said make the meringue or whatever it was. And Lottie's like, I'm pretty sure that has to do with heating sugar. And I'm like, dude, what if you didn't know? What if you had no idea? You'd just be like, I mean, I, I, I think they kind of help each other sometimes, and maybe they just don't show it on camera. I don't know. But what if you just didn't know? You'd well, be stuck. You just have to improvise something, I guess. And she actually did turn out really well because Paul said that hers was very smooth and creamy. Yeah. Her, her buttercream ganache. So, and, and she was actually like, yeah, like you said, wasn't even, she's like, I'm not even sure what that is or how to do it. And she's like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I should be monitoring the temperature, but I don't know what it should be. Right. <laughs> so she, I mean, I for like, me, oh, it would man. be like if it said, make a muff or something, you know, and I'm like, all right. Make a shrubba hop off off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Might as well be in a foreign language because yeah. <laughs> I I have zero clue. Yeah. Some of that stuff I would be too when they're just like, like when they get the instructions, like make the dough and you're like, um, <laughs> okay, just make the dough. You don't have like measurements. You don't have how much you just, just make the dough. I would, I would just fall apart. I just sit on the floor and start crying. <laughs> I need instructions. Well, Laura practically did that. She was oh my so gosh. stressed out. She when wasn't she, herself. When she started she, crying, yeah, I teared and, up too. I felt really bad. Yeah. I wasn't rooting for her to be kicked off. No, or anything, I mean, but, I kind of no. was, but I was also sad. <laughs> and when um, Noel went over and he's like, it looks, it looks fine. Seriously, just keep going. And she's like, okay, okay, I'm just dressed. And in that moment, a, I was like feeling really like good about Noel, like, oh, you're such a good guy. Yeah. But B, I was like, oh, she's not going to lose. Like they're just making it playing up. In fact, even in like I mentioned last week's uh, preview, they showed her crying. I, I kind of figured, OK, if they're giving too many hints that someone's going to lose, then it's probably going to be somebody else because they like to surprise you. They and they do. like to have the underdog uh, come back and stuff. So as mm-hmm. soon as that happened, I was like, oh. It's going to be somebody else. I, I was guessing. Uh, I forget who I was guessing, but anyway. Well, it could have been, you know, Mark L at that point, too. He was. Yeah. But it but it it was a cool moment for Laura. Like I that fondant uh, that they put on the outside of cakes mm-hmm. and it, hers was so bright yellow and with the um, little cr- crisscross lines in it and her the face looked the most like a Japanese cute thing, the way she did the eyes that looked like they were sparkling. Yeah. Um, and, and the way it was so top heavy because she did that clever upside down pineapple cake thing. I just thought the whole thing was awesome. And, and it, it was a little like smashed inside, I guess, but it tastes good. But anyways, I thought the whole thing looked super cool. I love that. I thought it was a real great idea, like t- doing like a, a non-traditional pineapple upside down cake because i love pineapple yeah. upside down cake like i said during that first episode i would have totally eaten that one off the floor um so i thought it was a really cute idea to kind of turn that idea literally on its head and mm-hmm. and, and the and character that. looked, looked great yeah it looked yeah. really good it was it was bright it was vibrant i thought she did a really great job it was a little bit smushed but i mean yeah 
I don't know how the heck you find the balance sometimes. You, you your 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 sponges should be kind of like a light and delicate, but at the same time you got this heavy ass fondant that's got to go yeah. on top of it and it's going to like totally weigh it down. And if ugh, I would just I drive myself mad. What are the three things that we've talked about? The the aesthetics, the taste and I guess the texture so maybe that would mm-hmm. be a ding on the texture but it looked awesome and it tasted really good and it I would saved totally her. eat it she had those poached like, pineapple in there oh my gosh that sounded amazing like pineapple I like it but it's um like I would say lemon you just don't lime. like citrus <laughs> well lemon lime and pineapple I would put lemon on the bottom then lime and pineapples above those two so you know, I like it pretty well, but yeah, you're right. It's citrus is my favorite, but I would take a big old bite of that. Um, but yeah, that saved her. Like even Prue said, Oh, I thought, I thought Laura was going home, but she uh, killed it in the showstopper. So well, that's cool. Uh, Paul called it a happy cake. He said yeah. it's a happy cake. It's delicious. <laughs> and it had a very good flavor. And yeah, they did dinger a little bit for it got a little bit. What was the term that they used? I, I should have wrote that down. It basically, it meant like what you said, it was kind of squished a little bit. Yeah. But I, and they he, warned he, her that might happen too. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the the term that they use. It sounded like a technical baking term, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but I think it means squished. <laughs> uh, so, but other than that, it turned out really great. They 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 liked her design. They thought it was you know what they asked for, um, and then it, yeah, I it thought a little it bit was squished. So she I, she pulled it out. I don't know if I would say it was the best looking because they all looked really good, and I think they Lottie's did. was probably the best looking. I mean, for me, but um. It was the cutest as far as um, Japanese cute, I I thought. But yeah, they all looked pretty cool. We didn't even say what the challenge was, though. No, well, no, we just kind of started talking about Laura, and then we just <laughs> yeah. kind of went right into her showstopper. So the showstopper was um, a kawaii cake, which in uh, Jap- Japan means all things cute and charming. And Paul said, you know, I think animation or cartoon, it should be light. Like, you know, the sponges he meant should be kind of light, colorful, neat, cute, and it should taste good. That's not mm-hmm. asking too much, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I think they said, yeah, the flavors this time should be inspired by Japanese cuisine too. So, and Noel yeah. said, like he, I can't do it, but like he used to do in previous seasons. Break. whatever it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't do it either <laughs> so which one was your favorite oh wow which one was my favorite let me go down the list here i okay so the one i think number one that i, I admired for just not just the looks but also would just love to try based on the sponge and the flavor and that would be lottie's toadstool cake the jiggle cake yeah i I'm, love that they jiggled it I know. I thought <laughs> it was jiggly. I love that. And I was, I've like, I've never heard of that. I don't think I've ever had anything like that, but I, I, I don't think I'm good enough to make one. I think if I made one, it would just totally fail. And I wouldn't know what it actually tastes like because mine would be a, a, a complete failure, <laughs> but I would love to try it. It looks stunning. And it was, um, just sounded really great. So hers was probably my favorite, but also I think her mind's flavor. Now, uh, we'll talk about the looks, I'm sure, here in a moment. But as far as the flavor, the flavors that she had, the uh, strawberry and, oh gosh, what else did she have in there? That sounded really good to me. Lottie's was impressive because it was top heavy Mm -hmm. and jiggly and it still stood up and it was so complicated. Mm -hmm. And they said it was, uh, it's like into the Japanese woods, lime flavored jiggle cake with a cherry cream center edible forest with whiskey fudge pebbles black cherries and candy floss 
and the toadstool look of it reminded me of a Mario game, like Super Mario. It reminded me of Toad. Really cool in Mario. Reminded yeah, Toad in Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's what I and, thought. And <laughs> uh, Paul said it was stunning, and he he was so impressed with the sponge. That sponge is amazing. Last time I had a sponge like that was in Japan, and then later in the judges judging room, he said he's never had a sponge quite like that in his 11 years of Bake Off. So yeah. just those comments made me feel like, okay, maybe this is my favorite looking one. And also the one I'd most want to taste just to find out what kind of sponge he was so impressed with. Lottie's definitely become, you know, I, I liked her early on, but she's definitely since that first episode and kind of getting to know her a little bit and getting to know her humor a little bit, yeah. just getting to know the kind of person that she is, getting to learn a little bit more about her, who she is and her personality. She's definitely become one of my favorites. Me too. Because yeah. she's she can give people crap in a fun way yeah. and take it too. And she can laugh at herself. And so that's just the kind of person that's super fun to be around. And yeah, she's like proving that she belongs in there and that she's, you know, one of the best uh, bakers too. Yeah. So she's, she's good. Yep. And really then you like said, Ermine, uh, what? It, oh, shoot. I'm getting my notes on. Hers was what? the cherry blossom tree. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah. geisha cake. Uh, and she had some strawberry. And I cannot remember. I didn't write it down. Uh, I just remember looking at it going, oh, that's the idea is really pretty. Uh, I know it's not quite what they were looking for as far as the look, but the flavor. I was, like I said, just going like just wanting to eat the cake for the you know flavor strawberry of it. cherry blossom cake genoese sponge marshmallow fondant chocolate yeah. cherry blossom trees that's all the flavors i wrote down that but yeah when i saw it amazing i thought like when they do the the art of the design at the beginning i thought that looks beautiful it looks like a very zen peaceful pretty also a bit dark and sad with the colors and the way the woman is facing away from us um, so I really liked the idea, but I thought that's not cute. And Prue was like, this is charming, but it ain't cute. <laughs> and that's not what they asked for. So it was I a really know. cool idea. And then the trees turned out a little chunky. So then it also wasn't as elegant as she probably wanted it to turn out, but it still looked yeah. really cool when she was done with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it wasn't quite what they were looking for, but I still think it was, I was like, well, I mean, she's still talented. I know it wasn't what the Heck challenge yeah. expected, but very talented in something that she put together. I thought was pretty cool. Uh, a little bit creepy. Thought it was a little bit creepy. Yeah. Um, the, well, you know, I, I kind of like that, but yeah. Well, I, I do, but it was like not what I was expecting, I guess. It's but I was it's like, like oh, that's almost. puts Freddy Krueger on her cake or something. I was like, it's something out of the ring. Cute. It reminded me of something out of the ring. Um, yeah, with yeah. the girls, she's going to turn around like while you're eating the cake. Yeah, so I was like, I'm a little <laughs> bit scared of that cake, but I kind of like it. It'd be a great Halloween cake. I think that's what Paul said. He said, uh, <laughs> or Paul said, oh uh, no, Prue said, this is a, this is charming, but it ain't cute. Paul's like, no, it's quite menacing, that tree, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Starts laughing. And they said, you're a very good French baker because she'd been going on about how French, uh, Japanese cooking is French inspired. Yes. So she didn't really hit the mark, but what she made was pretty good. <laughs> yep. Did any other stand out for you? Uh, let's see. Mark E had his Hamish the dog cake and Dave had his. Uh, his was also inspired uh, Shibu by his Inu dog. Yeah. yeah, after his Japanese dog, Yo Yoki. They both looked super cute. <laughs> Little yeah. cute, good doggies. Um, 
What else? That's a special place in my heart after the doggies. But um, there was Peter's shuttlecock cake with poached pears. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out what the hell that was. I watched it twice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have no idea what a shuttlecock is. Mm-mm. And then he's like, well, and why did it get bumped on the head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I was very confused by the whole concept. <laughs> but then I found out that the shuttlecock is the thing you hit when you're playing badminton, which then I'm like, oh, that's why they were talking about badminton, duh. Oh, I can't but, believe um, I didn't remember that. I used to know that. Maybe yeah. I got hit on the head and I forgot. Well, yeah. It's called a birdie here, or where I'm from anyway. You call it a birdie, not a shuttlecock. We, we do, but I've heard the technical technical term the, it's term. called shuttlecock, yeah. But yeah, so then it, it makes more sense. I think the little fireworks were supposed to be like that come out of your head when you get hit, like in a cartoon, you know? Yeah, in the right. Head. That and part I got. At, I just didn't know what a shuttlecock was. And there they get, they use actual goose feathers apparently because he said they only use goose feathers from the left wing. The only ones I've seen are like plasticky. But um, anyway, aside from the confusion, I thought it, I, I especially liked the kind of graduated rainbow of colors inside that was really cool yes the way there were just different levels of colors like one a lighter shade and then changing um and then prue said she's never had a cake with that texture peter had said it was the texture of a kitchen sponge so that was interesting when he said that i was like oh then all i can think is kitchen sponge i'm like (laughs) i like you're eating a sponge yeah so i don't know i don't know that i've ever had a cake that had a texture like that so i don't know i guess i'd have to try it and and see but i was kind of like well you're not making it sound very appetizing if you're telling me it has the same texture as a kitchen sponge because then i have that idea (laughs) in my head but anyway it made me want to try it but then paul said you know it it needs more of a punch because the sponge stays in your mouth for so long so it's really interesting you have to match the the flavor with the texture in that case you know it's going to be in your mouth longer so it needs more of a punch and also like with i forgot to mention but with the steamed buns uh, they mentioned how when you bake bread or whatever, it kind of takes the moisture away. But when you steam them, it adds moisture. So that influences how you cook it. You probably need it to start out drier because you know the steaming's going to add moisture to it. Um, but yeah, I thought, I mean, his didn't taste as good. So, and he, Paul's like, uh, the taste isn't really working for me. And he just thanked him. So he kind of fell down a little bit on that one. Yeah, and then there, the last, a little. the Mark one, the avo, avo baby avocado cake. What'd you think of that one? I well, I thought it looked really cute. I mean, I know his, yeah. his, I know his finishing wasn't absolutely perfect, but I thought it was really cute. The avocado with the little avocado baby. I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. Yeah. they didn't no, seem to I be super too. impressed, but apparently it didn't. Taste they liked great. how it looked. They said. Paul said, cute, a little bit scruffy. And and Prue was kind of laughing at him. Oh, you're getting in touch with your feminine side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with your baby avocado. <laughs> but uh, I think it was more the, the taste that did him in. I mean, it, saying that bottom layer was pretty much inedible. I think that's really what did him in. Yeah, well, he, I think even before that, even before he said it was... Um, inedible on that bottom one he just was like it's just not there he's like the sponge was just not tight and it was dry yeah Yeah. and he said the flavor wasn't there and then he said yeah then he said it was he said it's almost he said it's almost cruel to say that it's inedible but it's almost there and it was like ooh, yeah 
ouch. Yeah, my heart fell for poor, for poor Mark. I, I was like, oh, man. Poor Mark. And the great thing about Mark is his emotions are so on his face. Yeah. And his face turns colors and, <laughs> I know. and he's so, yeah. so smiley and fun. But when he's sad, you know, his face just falls. And yeah, it's sad to lose him because he's just such a, uh, I don't know, he's just a bright spot on the show. He he's is. Well, and nice. when they when they were announcing him as the one that had to go home, they were like, oh, and we know him, you know, is, is smiling a lot. And that's what I think you've called him several times a smiley mark. Yeah. Um, because it is what he does. And it's he, he does smile a lot. He's always laughing. He always seems very jovial. And he just always seems to have a really great attitude. And and so, yeah, my heart really fell for him. And 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 he's shown yeah, more of his personality, mm-hmm. too. And even just the fact that uh, Lottie seems to have gravitated towards him makes me like him even more. Yeah. Um, it's just fun. Yeah. Like you said, to see them, you know, their friendship and them tease each other and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm so, going to miss that. I'm going to miss their banter. So he had, uh, you know, his signature was good. The burger, simple, mm-hmm. but highly effective. He got fifth place out of seven for his technical. The strawberries were too thick and leaked in the um, matcha thing. And then the showstopper, they said it was inedible. So that's pretty much what did him in. Yeah. Well, and uh, that's, it's kind of like what Prue said, though, was like just one, one challenge can break you, you know? mm -hmm. And, you know, Laura was kind of failing in the first two, uh, but she came back and rallied in the, uh, in the, in the showstopper and that kind of saved her. And Mark, who did pretty well for the signature, uh, kind of middle bottom for the technical and then yeah just completely fell apart on the showstopper uh, so yeah and we're down Maybe to the wire if, you got it you have to be great at everything yeah I mean yeah Laura really did yeah it's it, it, how do they decide like it, it, it all the bakes have to weigh in you would think or otherwise what's the point of doing three bakes um, and she did fail she got last place on the second one but he got you know, he was only two spots above her. And with the signature with her piggy pork belly buns, um, they were okay. And so maybe if she had really tanked on that one too, the showstopper wouldn't have been enough, but who knows? I don't know. It's all kind of subjective. It seems like. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know it was a tough one. And so, um, so far Peter, Dave, Mark E, Mark L, and Laura, uh, these are all the people who've gotten Starbaker and Lottie this week. So that's everyone who's still on the show, except for Ermine. She's the only one that hasn't had it. Um, But anyways, Lottie got it. What did you think about that? Oh, I was thrilled. Yeah. I was I was really happy for her and I love how she's she when she gets it and she just kind of puts her head down she's got like a little smile and she's like oh okay yeah <laughs> you know I, I love how she just like doesn't expect it or thinks that she deserves it and that's why I think I think she deserves it even more is just for her attitude you know she she's so laid back and so chill and she just kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah, you know, she's thrilled, <laughs> but she's kind of just like, oh, okay, you know, and puts her <laughs> head down. And, and but she, but what got me more was she, she was more broken over Mark having to leave because it was like, you know, like they're such good friends. And she was so, you know, it's like, wow, she got Star Baker and then her buddy gets kicked off, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that had to be, had to be such a mixed, mixed emotion there. 
I didn't. Sometimes I don't catch all the moments, but I was kind of waiting to get her reaction to that. And I don't remember seeing it. Did they show her reaction to Mark leaving? Yeah, I think she was crying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pretty sure she was she was pretty torn up over yeah, I mean, Mark having to go. Think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I thought Peter did pretty awesome. And, and but Lottie with that sponge that Paul just couldn't that blew his mind. I could totally see why. So now it's interesting how like we've been saying all season, they're all pretty close. And so far, like I said, everyone who's left has gotten Starbaker except for Ermine. So uh, I don't think, I don't know. You wonder if they're like, oh, it could be either one of them. Let's give it to this one because she has never had it. But I think Lottie definitely earned it this week. She, I think she, she did. did. Really well. Yeah. yeah she, sure. She's, I think, gosh, watching it week to week. And I feel like I, I, I cannot remember every single challenge in every single week. But I feel like most times she's either been, I think she started out kind of middle of the road. Like she was able to kind of skirt by a little bit. She didn't quite stand out and be at the very top and she wasn't at the very bottom but now she's really kind of I think with with now that the uh there's fewer competitors and she's really starting to shine I think she's learned a lot I think she's really showing and bringing out her talent I think she's gotten a little bit more comfortable maybe showing it because she seems so humble because she's just like eh I'm okay but she's really great you know she's just kind of like one of those (laughs) people that kind of downplays her talent yeah it seems I mean they they pretty much it's rare to see someone seem super cocky. You can tell when they're feeling more well, confident. Yeah, yeah. But they're not like, oh, I'm the best or anything like that. You well, know? when you see some of them are like, oh, pastry week, I got this. And I mean, I don't want to call anyone That's out and make true. it seem like, you know, but they're like, oh, this one I've got. You know, I don't know that I've ever seen her specifically say something like, oh, yeah. I've got this one she, in the bag, you know, or anything <laughs> like that. She was excited to do something new. She was saying, oh, yeah, these same old things get kind of boring. And I was like, Say it with me. Cake is boring. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Ready for some funny ones? Yeah. We mentioned Burger Off. Um, I liked when Mark said to Lottie, because they were both doing hamburgers, and he's like, you're doing chips, which are fries, by the way. They're French fries. That's what the English call French fries, chips. Yes. Uh, you're like doing chips. chips. Did they ask for chips? And she's like, who doesn't want chips, mate? No kidding. <laughs> and then, he goes, are you doing steam chips? And she's like, yeah, I'm doing steam chips. <laughs> like you're going to steam French fries. I love those too. <laughs> I'm going to miss that. That's funny. And then uh, Prue says at the beginning of the technical, when you read this recipe, do not panic. And then they leave and Noel's <laughs> like, she said, don't panic. That definitely means panic. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, and then I loved it that... I mean, it made me nervous, but when Lowell was, I mean, Noel was trying to get everyone to flip the crepes. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you're, you're going to mess don't, them up. Don't get away. Don't flip the crepes. <laughs> but then Dave actually did it. And I was like, yeah. And Noel was so stoked. He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That, that made me like Dave even more. I mean, I already liked Dave fine, but remember at the beginning we thought he was a little stiff, but he, yeah, he he's, was the one to do it. He's coming out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's good to see. <laughs> and then uh, when Laura was all stressed out making, I think it was her showstopper and the camera. <laughs> it's so funny sometimes when the camera's like focusing on somebody and you just see Paul standing there in the background with his <laughs> blank face staring. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> I laughed so hard because I was like, that's exactly what I would say. Like, oh, don't look at me oh, like that. <laughs> don't look at me like that. And I'm like, how would you feel if you were just trying to do your normal job and there was Paul like standing there staring at you? Oh, my gosh. I couldn't do it. I could not just sit there and work or do what I needed to do with him staring me down. Seriously. Oh. <laughs> trying to prep for my podcast, dude. No kidding. Go away. Any other ones <laughs> I missed? Funny. No, I think you got them all. Either we already talked about them or you, you've got yeah. them all there. It was, it, yeah, I, all really great moments, funny moments. Love the heartwarming moments. Um, some really great mm-hmm. stuff. It was a good episode. Yeah, it, was it was a good episode. And gosh, we're idea. down to six people. And yeah, yeah, we're getting down to the wire a little bit. It's going like to start that. getting more challenging. So. It's easier to prep. The, 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 it is every time somebody goes and you have less to <laughs> i know i thought that write. i was i think it really hit me this week i was like oh i've got fewer people i have to like write down and pay attention to like what they're doing you know our, you our get, final episode's gonna be like 10 minutes i know well this <laughs> is how it went okay thanks <laughs> thanks everyone good night and yeah <laughs> it is interesting on this show one of the other i like to kind of point out things particularly the show and as time goes on you have less and less bakers but still an hour to fill so they have more time for interactions and i guess to see more of the pro- each baker's process on how they're making things so that's kind of an interesting dynamic over the course of the season that's true you do get to spend a little bit more time with each of them and you're not so spread out so you do do get to kind of see and like i said it's it's interesting to see some of the techniques uh that yeah, some of them right. use or you know what what this one person does this person does a little bit differently and and i love that because i'm i'm curious and and i like to learn and and i i enjoy cooking and baking and stuff so i'm i'm like hey i could i could try that you know that technique or that's helpful i wish i would have known that so so yeah you're right as, as we get to fewer contestants it's we get to spend a little bit more time with them and and you but it does make it harder when they go home because now you've really gotten to know them over all these weeks <laughs> yeah. and so it but really I love makes it that. harder yeah i love that it's hard when they go even though it's sad it's like oh that's one of the reasons why i like the show because it just makes me care about like we said in the first episode oh we don't know any of these guys but in a few weeks we're just going to be heartbroken that some of them are leaving <laughs> yeah this one was a heartbreaking one for me because I've, I've loved mark l since the beginning i've just I've, yeah. I've, well, his accent was always tops for me and he was just always fun funny enjoyable and crack, cracking a joke and yeah. always happy and smiling and and laura too you could say all that about laura so absolutely. it would have been hard if she left too either one i've always enjoyed mm-hmm. laura since the beginning so it would have been hard either one had either one of them went so it's going to get harder and harder for sure just like when the hosts talk about it on the show you know it just gets harder because they get to know all of them and you know and i did post just in case anyone um, who's listening doesn't know it's kind of a little sidebar here has nothing to do with what we've just been talking about but i want to make sure that i kind of mention i know that we have listeners that don't follow our facebook page and don't always see everything that we put out on social media i did put out a post it was really fun and cute that i saw today that uh has like 18 great gifts for anyone who's obsessed with the great british baking show and i want all of them so you know like uh cooking implements or so they had like aprons like there was an apron that had Mm. star baker on it and had customized wooden spoons that you put like your name on it and it said star baker uh, there was a few cooking things like, you know, have you ever noticed when they have that uh, silicone like sill pat when they're rolling out their pastry and it's got the circles on it. So they know how kind of like how to measure out their pastry when they're um, rolling it out. They had that on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually <laughs> I bought something the other day. <laughs> I bought something. I think it was yesterday or today. I don't remember. Um, do you ever pay attention to because it kind of 
come in kind of close when they're, you know, mixing things. The mixing bowls that they have when they're mixing up their batter and stuff. Have you ever paid any attention to the colorful bowls? Oh yeah, I noticed that they have, they're kind of pastels, right? Like the some set. of them are pastel, some are some are like a vibrant blue, some of them are kind okay. of white, some of them are a little um, lighter in color. But I, I bought one today. <laughs> they're, nice. they're apparently hard to find. They're called Mason Cash, and they have mixing bowls, and then they had like these batter bowls, so you can mix batter in them. But they have like a little spout, so it's easier to pour out a batter. Um, I, I, they're like selling out everywhere. Like they had them, uh, and they were like, if you want one, you better get it now because they're selling out. And I immediately, I wasn't going to do it, but I was like, I was like, you don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need another mixing bowl. I have mixing bowls. Okay. I, I because I do cook mm. and I bake and, but I was like, I want one. It's, it's from the great British baking show. And I had to, they didn't have as many colors as available, but I did. I got one. I got like a, a really pretty teal mixing bowl cool. and it looks exactly like the one that Lottie had that she was using. And I'm like. All right. You've been finding some recipes too. You should put those out. Like, yeah, I can do that. The recipes of the things that these guys are making, like they the recipe do. they actually use to make it, right? It's the actual, and they're in like British, uh, so they're in like grams and things like that. So they're actual British recipes. You have to convert them to like American, you know, cups and things like that because they, but, but yeah, they're, well, and they're online, so they're not too hard to find. They are on like the Great British. Um, Bake Off website and they don't post all of them like you won't see all the recipes like if I pulled up for this week's episode they'll have like um, two or three or and they might have and they might have like one of Paul's or Prue's like the technical challenge that they have they'll have like Paul or Prue's um, recipe for for that so if you do want to make those you'll see what it does it uh, say make the dough or is it actually- <laughs> they actually I know I, I did I looked because I was like do they give you the technical challenge <laughs> recipe like oh make the dough they actually give you the recipe nice. so you, you actually do get that but yeah that's that's where I found um cool. I saw her means um pasties on there that she had last week and I wanted to make them so bad I just I didn't have the pasties I just, Pasties. Did I say pasties? Look what you did. You got me thinking about nipple pasties. I, know. I, can't. <laughs> I always almost say that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'd love to see those. Yeah, if you want to post it. I, will I had post a couple it. more notes. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I totally no, trampled okay. on your notes. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. No, we're not going in any order. But uh, Noel turned down a cupcake from, was it Matt? Yeah. And it, it's, it seems like he keeps turning down food and they keep showing someone offering food and he turns it down and I feel like there's a season long story arc or there's something going on with that. Like the, why do they keep showing that? You know, they, they, they're in the editing room. They can pick what to show and what not to show. So it seems like this is going to amount to something. He never tries anything. He, didn't he used to though? Or I or, thought he or used to, or like, am I thinking of the other, um, Hosts that used the other to hosts they, always do. They would, they would I, try I don't it. Think Noel never ate. And then in this episode, he said he doesn't like food. He likes to look, but doesn't want to put it in his mouth or something. But um, I I don't know. I feel like that's gonna they're gonna have some joke that's tied into that, or I don't know. It's it's really weird to me that they keep showing that. I know. Um, and then yeah. the other thing I just want to mention is that they mentioned it was Paul's 100th episode, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yes, thank you. I had that too. I thought uh, whenever I saw, because uh, I follow um, Bake Off on Twitter, and they announced that that was the 100th episode whenever, I think it was on Tuesday when it aired in the UK, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then, yeah, they I'm glad they mentioned it in the show too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he he's, he's the OG. He's been there the longest. Yeah. 
he's the only one on camera that's been there the whole time. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Love Paul Hollywood. He's intimidating as all get out. And I never want him to judge anything that I bake, but um, I like him. Okay. Anything so else? who do you think's going to leave? Oh, I, I, this is pointless, this but we got to keep going. Well, who did you say last time, by the way? Do you remember? I thought I said Laura. I said Laura. I know you said Laura. I thought I did too. No, I don't remember I what I said. I thought you said someone else. You might have said Mark L. You should check if you wrote it down. No, you didn't write it down, did you? I don't we write listen. anything down. We have it recorded. <laughs> don't we'll make... see if you got it right. Oh, gosh. I, I had to, to listen. Uh, don't make me you listen again. I listen. had to edit it and listen. I can't listen to myself again, <laughs> ever. Okay, I'll listen. Yeah, you listen um, and let me know. So, yeah, I don't know, but I guess I'm going to say Ermin. I think it's going to... Oh, damn it. We're not allowed to pick the same person. That's not fair. Uh, we can. It's all right. If that's who you really think it is. Well, I feel like it's going to be pretty tough as we get fewer and fewer people. Because who do I think... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it's... I, think I mean, it's, I, I would say Ermine or Mark. And that's... We don't have the Mark confusion. So that's one right. of the... That's who I was in here of this. debating between. It was either Mark... <laughs> Or Hermine was going to be next. So, if you pick if you pick Hermine, I'll pick Mark. Wait, let me see. Two. How did Mark do this time? He always does yeah. pretty well, but I mean, yeah, like I said, it's getting I'm tougher say and Ermine. tougher. Okay. okay, I'll try and write it down this time. <laughs> we do have all this recorded, um, and then at this point, I will be surprised. I'll be a little surprised if Peter doesn't win the whole thing. Although. His flavors aren't always great, so I still think he's got a pretty damn good chance of winning. I think it could be him or Lottie. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Be fun to see. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's like we've we've mentioned a few times, but it's the really kind vibe of the show is great, and then when it gets down to the last three, often they're like really good friends. So it's really interesting that to see when one of them wins the whole thing and the others are disappointed, but they're still happy for the winner and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anything else that you want nope. to say or any other notes? Nope. Okay. Well, we got a little bit of listener feedback this week. Uh, the first one that we have is from our friend Derek O'Neill. He says there were some really interesting bakes this week for the first Japanese week. Although her means, um, Back looked like something out of or cake. I think it's supposed to be cake. Sorry. Although Hermine's cake looked like something out of the ring instead of a cute <laughs> Japanese cake. I know. Um, she just doesn't want to follow direction sometimes. It seems she, like she she likes to kind of do her own thing. But yeah. it was interesting because then Derek came back later and he said that he he said, "Oh, I just found this on Twitter." He says kawaii means cute, and then kawaii means scary, and there's spelling is very similar like kawaii is k-a-w-a-i-i like hawaii is cute but kawaii k-o-w-a-i is scary and he said perhaps hermine just googled the wrong word in practice it could be i know yeah, that's what maybe so that's what i said i responded after he i was like you know what i was like i bet that's maybe <laughs> what she what she did maybe is well if she would have had a cake funny. with freddy krueger's face on it then you would know that she looked up the wrong word <laughs> yeah but the ring is uh, japanese horror though right so she would have been that's on, true on par with that uh it's interesting that 
she like she made that one salmon thing that was unconventional but mm-hmm. turned out great. And yeah, maybe there is something to that with her where she just has this drive to do something unconventional and that can work for her or against her, especially when it means not following the instructions, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I might just be reading into it a little bit. Maybe she just Googled the wrong word. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. Uh, Jennifer Camillary says, had the day off, so I was able to start my Friday with a little great British baking show. Rima crepe cake. I bet yours looked much better. (laughs) (laughs) I would... I would have eaten most of the steam buns, though. Reminds me of the steam buns that they started serving at Disneyland. There was a chicken curry one that was delicious. Sigh. I miss Disneyland. Oh, I know. Uh, Britishism slash funny moments. I liked Lottie and Mark telling each other to burger off. Bugger off. I'm thinking Peter or Dave will win at this point. Ooh, Dave would be interesting. Mm-hmm. He would. He's doing well. I think at this point it could be just about anyone because any any you yeah. could do well this week and all it takes is one time one challenge that's where we're that's where we're getting at this point. So I would you, you be one, pretty one surprised day. if Mark won. I would um, too. Yeah. Even though I picked Ermine for next week, she's just unpredictable enough that I could actually see her winning. I think it's a long. It's you know. A long shot but i could see it happening she has the potential but, yeah mark would be the one i guess that would surprise me the most it would me too i agree with that one mm-hmm. okay we got a couple of calls this week too uh first call that we have is from our good friend greg hello Rima and jason i'm absolutely <laughs> chuffed to be calling in today i'll tell you japanese week was quite the intense experience right i mean Seriously, just chuffed to be participating in such an amazing, chuffing (laughs) week of food and deliciousness. Hey, this is Greg, and uh, I'm not a huge fan of, like, what they're making this this week. Uh, I thought a couple of the cakes looked really good, although the, 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 I don't, not really familiar with matcha, um, but the buttercream frosting, or buttercream thing for the technical, like, sounded real, real good, and the white chocolate ganache okay so maybe i liked it more than i (laughs) seem to remember liking it as i was watching it i don't know it sucks that mark went home it seemed like everybody kind of did well and then like that just the showstopper just going to shit for him like that sucked but uh all right yeah look forward to listening to the podcast bye (laughs) that was awesome it's hard to describe matcha it's got a like yeah they said like an earthiness but also a little bit of a bitterness to mm-hmm. it so it is a weird it's a weird flavor but i i don't i like it every once in a while yeah small not for everyone i can imagine me. some people it's, just going Ugh, like yeah. laura <laughs> yeah everybody's kind of buds are a little bit different and you know what what one person thinks is really great another person the flavor just doesn't do it for him and yeah as far as like what people like to eat and what they don't I, I wonder how much of that is our own personal sort of DNA and body chemistry. Like you said, everybody's taste buds are different and how much is just the way we perceive, 
you know, just our mindset about things. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you could eat something and if you don't know what it is, you'd be like gross. And then you find out what it is and you're like, oh, oh, okay, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? Like it just sort of um, is all about how you're thinking about it. And like some people who just have a more adventurous personality might like more foods than someone who's a little more picky or whatever. So it's really interesting to me. I would agree. Uh, and like, I. Like, l- l- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, please. Mine was well, totally off topic. There was this, this is sort of related, but not exactly about how just the way you're thinking of something can shape your experience of it. One time I was riding a bike and I was like 20 years old or something and I, the tire was flat. And so I flipped over the handlebars and, and my elbow uh, went right into some gravel. And so it was all like bleeding and everything and hurt, you know, and I had to pick the rocks out of it and stuff. And I went into my friend's house cause he was right there and he's like, I want to put some iodine on that. So it will, um, sterilize it. And so he just put a little thing and I was like, Oh my God, that hurt. I can't take it. Like it was too painful to, mm-hmm. to put it on there. And he's like, you're, you eat that hot sauce. That's so painful and you can't take this. And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to think of this like uh, like when I'm eating hot sauce because I eat like the hottest hot sauce sometimes. And then he put it on and it was totally fine. And I was able to <laughs> withstand it. And it was just shocked to me like, wow, I just sort of reframed that experience. And then I had a whole different experience of it. So I think taste can be kind of like that for people. You know? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, that's cool. Well, um, well, I, I appreciated um, what Greg had to say, and I appreciated the British accent. And I feel like between watching <laughs> Blind Manor every week and also Bake Off every week, I'm going to be developing a British accent very soon, which my listeners will absolutely hate me for. So I'll try to suppress that, guys. I'm looking forward to that. No, no, I no. It's it's, it. it's it's terrible. <laughs> I people have told written into me before and said, "Rima, please don't do accents." So it's <laughs> you should. The next Blind Manor podcast, just don't tell Pick and just like do your English accent and see how long it takes him to say something. <laughs> he'll start laughing immediately. He won't right be able away. to control himself. He's going to, he'll laugh immediately. He'll, and then he'll go into his own British accent and we'll just do the whole podcast yeah. in a British accent and drive everybody absolutely crazy. That's what I'm about to do. It's seriously, it's, it's like, it's British um, overload for me right now, but I love it. Absolutely love <laughs> yeah. it. Thanks, British. Greg. That was awesome. Thanks. Stop. Thanks for sending us um, your voice message. We have another voice message from our good friend, Steve. Hey, Rima and Jason. This is Steve. This is for Japanese week. I I don't know why I said that in a weird way. Um, I just started the episode, but I wanted to comment a couple of things. I think I'm more really of a savory bun kind of guy than a sweet bun. And uh, I agree with Paul. Gherkins sound like, is that pickles? I don't like pickles at all. Like at all. Okay, just finished the episode, and uh, so so happy to see Lottie uh, win Star Baker. That she did well in just about every you know second place in the technical. Uh, did well in the signature, and then uh, right is that the first one's a yeah signature, and then the showstopper was really really good. So um, sad to see Markel go, but at the same time, you could tell throughout the episode, and especially right there at the end, and even he knew it when when they say something is inedible. That's pretty. That's, you know, that's going to be tough. And uh, Laura, Laura pulled out, uh, I love Paul's use, pulled out an ace and put it right in front of us. So I uh, thought that was great. They used the word chuff 
chuffed a lot in this and I didn't know what that meant. So I had to look it up that that's like quite pleased or well pleased. I don't know if I've just not noticed them use that word before. Um, or if this is just the first time I've, I've heard it, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, again, uh, another good episode and uh, can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts. And, uh, now I get to watch haunting of Bly Manor. All right. Talk to you later. Yay. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, do you know, Mark and Abby of Isimo there, you know them? Well, I don't know them, but I know of you them. Know yes. Of them. Yes. So they're, they're very friends talented. of mine that I met through Walking Dead cast. They did the Jason and Karen theme song. If mm-hmm. you've ever heard that, any Patreon people, they're super talented musicians. Anyways, I was over there for Walker Stalker and I think Abby said she was chuffed by something and, uh, to me, that sounds like you're really unhappy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she goes, no, no, that means I was happy about it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a, a positive kind of word. It's not what I would expect to have a, yeah. a positive like explanation or sounds meaning like behind it. Sounds like chuffed off or something bad. <laughs> yeah, like I would have think like pissed off or something, but yeah. But no, it's it means you're pleasant, you're happy about it. New new Britishism, maybe, because I don't know if I've heard that so much before. Maybe I just don't pick up on it. I have to have the closed captioning on sometimes with British Bake Off. So, yeah. you know, to kind of catch some of those words. Sometimes they talk really fast or their accent really kind of deepens a little, especially Paul Hollywood. So I have to have that on sometimes. Yeah, it helps. I, I do the second time I leave it on. I do. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for leaving the feedback. Everyone's been great because I put up the post like the day of the day the show comes out on Friday for the US. And I'm like, you know, hey, guys, you know, I know I'm asking a lot. People work and people have jobs and people have things to do. And people are finding time to watch the show and um, leave feedback. So really appreciate that, everyone. Um, yeah. Y'all are great. Cool. Yeah. And then, of course, and if feel you- free anyone yeah if you want to leave feedback for last week's episode yes. if you feel like you're being rushed but you want to take part that that's totally cool too absolutely yeah just because i put it up that day we know that there are other things going on if you want to go ahead and, and post for this week um i'll read it next week i'm happy yeah. to to read it so thank you everyone so much um for um joining us on this show i know it's kind of an odd thing for for us and me to do strange so. <laughs> it is strange indeed <laughs> so next week on strange indeed while we're talking about that um we're going to be covering collection eight episode seven 1980s week yeah that's interesting i don't yeah. think they've done that before i don't think right? so i don't and yeah i mean when i think of 80s i think of madonna and prince and everything but um and all you know fashion mm-hmm. i don't think of foods here I really know. so and definitely i'm not clued into like british 1980s foods definitely so i really not. don't know what to expect here but it should be interesting i appreciate the theme I'm an 80s mm-hmm. child, so I definitely appreciate that. And I love a good throwback. So I'm interested and curious, yeah, what they could do. Because I thought, well, yeah, I don't think of food when I think of the 80s. I think of fashion. I think of music right. at all. And because so. it's British, it might even be just stuff exactly. we don't know anything about or whatever. But whatever it is, it'll still be fun. <laughs> it will still be great. Okay. Well, we are excited for you to follow us to the tent, but until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Strange TCast. 
can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stranger cast. And you can email us at strangerthingscastpod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV Time app. You can find Strange Indeed and a bunch of other great podcasts at podcastica.com. Go out and leave a review for Strange Indeed on Apple Podcasts. Speaking of great podcasts, you have some exciting news uh, for House Podcastica this week, right? Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. (laughs) That's not on House Podcastica. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, I do want to say that Fear the Walking Dead this week, which we're covering on Walking Dead cast, was one of the best Fear the Walking Dead episodes I've ever seen. So that was pretty cool. That's... Well, I don't know. I don't know how to take that. What was so great about it without being too spoilery? Uh, It was just a really good story, well told, great zombie scares, uh, really emotional moments, some really um, heartwarming moments and some of them, you know, made me well up with emotion and stuff like that. You know, that's what I love when I feel moved by something mm-hmm. and when you feel it connected, was thrilling and moving. Yeah. It, whether it's being um, like creeped out or being, you know, feeling really like sad for somebody or really happy for something that's going on for somebody. So just, you know, a lot of times on fear, they had, they tried for those moments and failed, but this time it, it all really hit for me anyway. And Lucy liked it too. And I, a lot of the listeners did too. So I was happy to see that. I mean, I've been so hard on that show, but I'm happy to give it a lot of uh, praise when an sh- episode like that comes along. So that was really fun. Well, damn it. Now I guess I have to watch it because I've been kind of <laughs> holding out a little bit. I've been so disappointed the last two seasons. This season's that I pretty good so far. Well, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I, I don't know a whole lot of spoilers or anything, but just, you know, hearing the, the people's like initial reactions and I'm kind of like, damn it, I guess because I've been putting it off. I mean, it's not that I'm not going to watch it. I will. I just haven't been yeah. as thrilled just because it's, of how it's let me down before. So anyway, it's anthology style. So each episode is kind of self-contained with different Can I, can I watch the third episode without having watched yeah. the other two? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, there's one little thing, but it's not that big of a deal. If okay. you don't mind well. being spoiled on one little thing. But um, anyways, what you're talking about, about House Podcastica is that The Mandalorian finally started. And so Yay, if you're season two. a Mandalorian fan, yeah, I watched the first episode. I'm going to be pre- prepping for that podcast right after this, but it's back with a vengeance. John Favreau directed the first one. And yeah, super cool. Glad to be podcasting about that again. Rich and Chris from the Talking Dead podcast are joining me on that again. Fabulous. I'm so excited for the second season and so excited to listen to you guys. You guys did so great for season one. So it's definitely um, listening to you guys is a great companion to the show. So yeah, I hope everyone (laughs) checks it out. Cool. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening to everybody. Until next time, I'm Rima. And I'm Jason. On your marks. Get set. Bake! Bake. (laughs) Sayonara!